Welcome to this episode of the Connecting Faith to Life podcast. I'm Trey Rhodes, a Connections Pastor at Northwood Baptist Church here in North Charleston, South Carolina. In just a few moments, our lead pastor, Dr. Tommy Metter, will be joining the conversation as well. In our crazy and chaotic world, our hope is that these few minutes will help you stop and reflect on your relationship with Jesus as you learn to connect Christ-centered faith to your everyday life. You are listening to episode 155 of the Connecting Faith to Life podcast. And as you listen today, make sure that you get the word out to somebody by Facebook, Twitter, text them, talk talk to them in your small group, life connecting group, Sunday school, whatever it is, and help them know that uh, they can come and get help understanding how the Bible affects their everyday life. And, and actually, Pastor, I think influence others. We've been able to see that over and over again. And uh, again, this week has been amazing as I've heard more people say, hey, listen, I don't know if you know I'm listening or not, but I, I've been listening and it has really affected my life in a good way. So they listen because of you, Trey, that golden <laughs> voice. They just uh, they just love to hear. No, they listen because of you. They might like this voice, but they're, they're getting it for the content. And uh, I don't know. that's all good. That's all good. Well, uh, it's exciting to be here today. We have a special guest we and do. we're looking forward to we that. Do. And uh, I will say one word about that. And that is life and life matters to God. That's right. And so uh, we, we and a believe a special that, guest that yes. you know yeah. pretty well because you've known her for a way, while. Way longer than we're willing to admit, either yeah. one of us. So um, I, I, I want to pick on you about your about age, 13. but I don't want to pick on her about her age because she you, you, she is a lot younger than you. But y'all she, went to the, she was like in kindergarten when I you were in say, yes. high school at the same school. Y'all both went to that that private school in, in Charleston. Is that the, where you guys? No, went? this is Charleston Heights Baptist Academy. Charleston Heights. So you were a senior there and yeah. she was in the pre-K. Yeah, she was like pre-K or something. Yeah. So, But we did go to school together. <laughs> well, so. Why don't you have the honor of introducing our guest then since she is a, a lifelong friend. Sure. This is Kim. I know her as Cottingham, but she's Howard. And uh, she has been a blessing to so many over the years, especially with the work that she does with with our uh, pregnant mothers and the opportunity she has to help them uh, bring life into that. And Kim and and I, I guess, have been, uh, she's actually helped my mom uh, get started in her uh, children's store that she did for many yeah. years. And Kim is big in all that. And, and Kim has decided that, uh, life matters yeah. and that she is uh, now devoting her life a lot yeah. to this, this ministry. Yeah. And so it's a blessing to know yeah. her. Also, uh, her brother who recently went home to be with the Lord, mm. uh, was, a, was That's one right. of my best friends. And uh, it was uh, it was a strange and wonderful relationship. We never got over that time when we were went to high school together. We graduated together, yeah. and all those. Anybody things. who's so. in a relationship with you is a strange relationship, right? <laughs> exactly. I'm strange, and he was wonderful. So <laughs> that's how it works. Uh, but anyway, um, we're we're thankful to have yeah. you here, Kim. Well, thank you for having Ms. me, Miss Kim. Welcome. So, Miss Kim, you you're a part of our faith family. You've been here for for a couple of years now in our faith family, and. Uh, you are also you also serve with the Low Country Pregnancy Center. So, what's your role? What 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 exactly is your role at Low Country Pregnancy well, right Center? Now it is. I'm the director of administration. Okay, here. that sounds really important. Well, <laughs> I call it jack of all trades. Yes, ma'am. Of none. There you go. There you go. Well, we wanted to have Miss Kim on today because obviously, if you're listening to this podcast on the day of release, this past week has been absolutely yes, it has been um, a huge week uh, for for those of us who are pro life as Roe. V. Wade mm-hmm. was overturned. Trey, I don't know about you, but you, you know, Roe v. Wade went into effect in, in 1973, so almost 50 years. Yes. Ro- that's a long time. It is. Roe v. And honestly, I mean, I, you know, I, 
we, we didn't know if this day would ever come. No, I, I know there were many of us that thought we would not see this ever overturned. Yeah, we, and we have prayed, we have, we have prayed. worked. I've been at the life marches up in yeah. uh, DC years yeah. and years and years back to back to back. And, yeah. And you just get to that point where you think, you know, it's just not going to happen. That's right. That's yeah. right. And, and just a, a, a miracle of God's grace that, you know, over the last few months, we, we saw the leak and then the actually, and even when the, you know, it, it was kind of leaked out that this was potentially going to happen. I mean, it was still, yeah, yeah. who knows, right? But then it actually does. It was, yeah. it was big. It was big. And so, so for those of us who, who uh, are, are pro-life, who value life uh, uh, from conception to death, it was just a huge victory. Mm-hmm. And we're very thankful for that. Now, obviously, for those of you keeping up, it, it doesn't... Um, end abortion, we still have a long way oh, to yeah. go in our yeah, country. Yeah, we got a and, lot of work. And if you've been keeping up with it at all, you, you see we have a long way to go. And and like every other issue, we we, we feel like, right, Trey, that, that this is an issue of life. And, mm-hmm. and honestly, it's, it's a gospel issue. Yeah, it is. Uh, that, that we believe that God has created every person in his image to, to know him and to walk with him and to, to know the hope of Christ. And so it's, it's a gospel issue for us. Uh, but we've, we've seen obviously over the past week that, that while the issue of life for us is a, is a, is a, a gospel issue, mm. a made in God's people made in God's image. It's also just the way our culture is a very political issue. Yeah, and is. we have seen that it's and that. it's, it's just been, it's been very interesting, but also very, you know, just heartbreaking to mm. see the division over this issue that for many of us is, it's like a no brainer. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, but for a lot of people that there, there, there's a struggle here. And, and so to uh, have Miss Kim with us today to, to talk with us about um, the pregnancy center, because I, you know this, Trey, because you've been ministry a long time, you've lived in different places like I have. There are lots of pregnancy centers like the yes. Low Country Pregnancy yeah. Center all over the nation. They're doing a wonderful work. Very thankful. And I think about the Low Country Pregnancy Center and, and I've been there. We've, we financially have contributed them over mm-hmm. the years and we have to, we're looking to redo that because we, it, that's a lot, another story for another day. But anyway, we, you know, we've, we've been supporters mm-hmm. of the low country pregnancy center and what, what I appreciate about their center. Um, I remember the first time I went over there to kind of get introduced to the center and their work, just, uh, their focus on, on ministering to that, that young mother yes. when she comes in and sharing the hope of Christ. And it's just really a beautiful ministry because, because here's reality. We do value every life exactly. and every life includes that young mother Thank who you. is is in that place Thank where you, she doesn't Pastor. know what to do, exactly. right? And and so if if we as followers of Jesus can just do a and, and I think for me that's what the overturning of Roe v. Wade has done for me over the last week. It's just been that reminder of man, I really need to do more. Mm-hmm. We 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 can do Stacy and I can do more, whether it's financially contributing, whether it's volunteering time, whether it's, you know, being open to whatever God has mm-hmm. for us in this particular issue. We want to live open handedly before God. God, this is a big issue. What can we do? Yeah, right. Yeah. And in our church, I think about our church. I think about people like Miss Kim. Obviously, Miss Kim has has given her her vocational career to to this type of ministry. But we have many others in our faith family who have uh, rallied around. Oh yeah, uh, you know the, yeah. The, the, uh, the the cause for the unborn. We have uh, a number of our families in our church who, over the years, have been just deeply involved mm-hmm. in the foster care system, mm-hmm. and we're very thankful for that. Very thankful. We have you know families in our church that have adopted, and and, and families in our church who have just done so much. Whether it has been just prayer support, financial support, volunteer hours, foster, you name it. Mm-hmm. Uh, all across uh, our faith family, we have people who have em- embraced. Uh, the, the cause of the unborn. And we're very thankful for that. And so, Amen. so I think today's going to be uh, just really helpful for us as we do rejoice in what's happened this past week as followers of Jesus. But as we also think about just next steps that we as individual followers of Jesus can take mm-hmm. uh, to, to, uh, you know, 
follow the will of God and uh, protect the unborn. And so, Miss Kim, thank you again for being with us. So, so tell us just how did you get involved with the Low Country Pregnancy Center? What, what, what's your story? How, how did this become such a, a passionate issue for you? Well, that's a great question. I am, the Lord's kind of always laid it on my heart to be involved with single moms. Mm. That's just been a passion on my heart. Yes, ma'am. Whether I was married, uh, eventually I became a single mom. Mm. And so it really hit home even more so then. I was able to, um, when I became a single mom, I was juggling homeschooling my kids, going to school, working part-time, and just had a lot of things going on. And in short, when I got through that stage, I knew it was time for me to get back and get involved. Yes, ma'am. And I had a friend who worked at the Low Country Pregnancy Center. One of our, we have three different um, locations. Yes, One ma'am. is West Ashley called Daz. And I called her up, said, hey, are you still over there? And she says, I sure am. Mm. And I said, I think I need to get plugged back in. Yeah. And that's where my heart's desire was to help other young single moms. And you start out as a volunteer. I did start out as a volunteer counselor. Yeah. Um, it was scary at first, but we do just an awesome job at online training yeah. of what to do, what not to do, and then do counseling with someone, yes, your mentored ma'am. along the way to go through easy cases, hard cases, until you're comfortable and ready to go on yeah. your own and yeah. speak to it. And and something that um, kind of struck me, I sometimes might not be able to connect with my young kids that yeah. are of these ages, mm-hmm. but the kids are willing to talk to somebody else who's not yeah. their mom. Yeah, sometimes it's a lot easier, isn't it? To talk to somebody is. who's not your parent and yep. to get that support from someone else for sure. And, and I'm sure that over the years, because you've been in, you've been at the pregnancy center for how many years now? I have, I volunteered for a little over a year and then I've been on staff for about five and a half, five years. And a half years. And so over those five and a half years, you have seen just a variety of cases and, Absolutely. and every kind of life situation you can think of and, and just the need for that, that, that good listening ear and to give some good practical advice as someone's going through that situation. So there are, are three locations. There's one in West Ashley. Uh, one right here in North Charleston. Correct. And, and we also have one in Orangeburg. In Orangeburg. Okay. Uh, now, from those three locations, uh, how many clients do you guys have over the course of a given year? Well, I, I could say this from a number wise. It was kind of interesting that we're on episode 155 <laughs> because we've seen over 155,000 clients over the course of our 36 years. Isn't that amazing? Oh that is amazing, isn't oh it? Oh, my goodness. That was pretty cool. What God has done. And mm. and do you do you have the statistics of those 155,000 women who came in, of of how many of those women actually chose life? We do. And yeah. I'm going I'm to be honest with you. When I came in, I started with all the numbers. Yeah. But I really was gearing towards what, yeah. what the heart of the ministry yeah. and we, is. Yeah, we don't want to so, talk about so that. So anybody can go to lpcfriends.com. Yeah. Yeah. And that's our donor website. And that will give you all the statistical okay. information good, good. and um even though i do a lot of financial stuff yeah yeah <laughs> i don't keep them up in my head i understand that i understand <laughs> that with you. that's all right but it, but it is amazing and and i what i do like i could tell you this we probably give out in just baby items yeah. between 20 and twenty five thousand dollars worth in a month wow. any given month that's amazing um just this last month we gave out over twelve thousand diapers Mm. Wow, indeed, which mm. is a lot. That is a that's lot. That's a, a lot, lot of diapers. dirty diapers. <laughs> exactly. So, <laughs> and, so and we love it. Let's talk about the heart of the ministry for that young woman that comes in, and she does not know what to do. What happens? That's the key thing, um, and I'm, I'm gonna try not to get too emotional. No, that's here. okay. Um, 
I can think of some experiences that I had, I think, that might best tell yes, some ma'am. of these stories. Yes, ma'am. A 16-year-old who came in after school, mm. needed someone to talk to, scared to death to talk to her mom. Yeah. Yeah. She's in church. Mm. She is going through the motions, doing the right thing, but face it, life gets messy sometimes. Yeah, it does. And she makes we make mistakes, and mm. she did. She came to the right place, and it's so just the best thing that we have a place like this because right. we want to provide a very loving, compassionate, non-judgmental mm. atmosphere Absolutely. for anyone to walk in their doors Absolutely. and say, we're here, and we want to, just as I, I was reading this morning, Ephesians 5, 2, and that we walk in love as Christ loved us, mm. and we want to love on them. Yeah. And um, so this young lady came in, and long story short, was having a hard time to try to figure out how to tell her mom. Yeah. And, and, and in this case, of course, she was pregnant. Um, we had a uh, focus on the family as one of uh, the uh, organizations that support a lot of pregnancy centers. And yes, we ma'am. had this little flip book. And it's sh- in a short, she's thinking of all the ways her mom was going to reject her. But this kind of gave her on one side how her mom might see this mm. as being hard for her. Yeah. And it would give is something for her to take back to her mom mm. to kind of explain, hey, this is what your daughter's going through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the other side, it talked about how mom probably felt yeah. and the scare and the concern she had for her daughter. Mm. So we're able just to say, stop, take a breath. You yeah. don't have to make a decision today. Right. That's one of the biggest right. things. Just stop. We don't have to do anything today. Mm. And to let them know to breathe, to think this through, to think through consequences of whatever their choices are. Yeah. We talked to them about how things are going um, physically. Mm-hmm. how they're feeling emotionally, mm-hmm. and then we have the honor of talking to them about the spiritual aspect, yeah. if they're willing to hear us. Yeah. And in that case, this young lady was. Mm. And at 16 years of age, I was able to lead her to the Lord. Amen. And that Amen. is one of the highlights. Right. Um, we always follow up with our clients, and I called her a few weeks later to check on her, and she's like, Miss Kim, you know, I lost the baby. Mm. And oh. she goes, I'm really mm. devastated over that. Yeah. I was able to clear things up with my mom and I was able to share with her and she came to terms with it. But Mm. I will say one thing, God used this in my life Mm. to bring me back to him Mm. and bring Mm. me to where I was supposed to be. And that was, that was pretty awesome. Mm. Mm. And that's just, and not every time, of course, we have people, if they don't want to talk anything about religion or hear us, we don't, this is not a place where we're going to shove something down someone's Throat. Right, right. It, it is a safe place, confidential, and um, a place where they can be heard and t- and talked to and yeah. and loved on. Yeah, yeah. Treasured. Yeah, you 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 obviously minister to those young women when they come in, but you also minister to dads as well. Absolutely. How we do you have, guys do that? We have well, we have parenting classes, mm-hmm. so mothers and fathers can mm-hmm. come there, as well as we have a fatherhood coordinator. Yeah, and he can deal and teach a variety of ways to be a good dad. Yeah. Yeah. And they have classes one-on-one. Um, and in each of these situations, we have this ba- beautiful baby boutique yeah. where they earn baby bucks mm. by coming to class mm. and doing small. Oh, things. that's cool. Yeah. And, and it's, and it's, it's a beautiful thing and that's it. We want to treasure them. We don't, we don't want to give the leftovers. Right. We want to value them as Christ yeah. would. Yeah. So I even had a, had a young lady walk in and, um, just, just went to tears, mm. just how beautiful it was mm. to think that y'all care enough about me because they're feeling lonely, scared, often rejected. Right. 
and um, just afraid yeah. of what next steps yeah. are going to happen. Yeah. And it's a great place. So, yes, we have fatherhood program for them to go through, yeah. and then also for the mother and father or mothers alone and any other support. Some yeah. of them have their mothers in there with them taking the mm. classes. Now, for, for these young ladies that come to the, the pregnancy center, how do they typically find out? How do they discover this is a safe place for us to go? That's that's a great question, too. A um, couple of ways. Mm-hmm. One is by searching on the Internet. Yeah. And we will pop up yeah. for a variety of choices that they may search for, and mm. that's on purpose, so that right. we want to know that we can give them options and mm. talk about any anything, any choices that they're considering. Right. And let them know what those, those consequences are mm. and... Um, Pros and cons. Right. And just speak to them. We have nurses that are mm-hmm. trained and are able to answer answer a lot of those questions yeah. um, along with the counselors. Yeah. 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 And I know that um, over the years, one of the, um, you know, great ministry tools that pregnancy centers have been able to receive have been um, sonogram machines. Absolutely. So how does that play a role in the work that you do? That's really cool. Um me not being on the client side right now, one thing I do get called to do is be a chaperone, mm. and that's inside of that ultrasound room. Mm. Mm. And that is one of the neatest blessings yeah. um, to have a mother laying there, again, nervous, scared, mm-hmm. but to see the tears, because I'm, I'm, I've got this side view yeah. of her, yeah. and I see the tears start mm. to just roll down her face when the screen is turned on yeah. and she's able to see this little life inside yeah. of her and yeah. see the heart beating. Yeah. It is amazing. And so for, for some others, that really is a game changer. It when, is. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and we've had some wonderful um, people to come along and just buy yeah. the ultrasounds machine yeah. for us. That's too. wonderful. That's yeah. amazing. That has been a huge blessing. Yeah. I was listening. They, they do the 3d and the 4d now uh, ultrasounds. And I, I know, I don't know if y'all do, I'm just saying that they're, they're, those opportunities are there. And I guess the more you can expose them to this precious child that's in the, their womb, I think, is it not, I, I guess you've seen over and over again, them just, they're just overwhelmed. It is. This it is, is this is a baby. Thing. This yeah. is not some tissue well, thing. Yeah, I mean, we I remember told. when yeah. Stacy and I, you know, when we were pregnant with Luke yeah. and just that first visit where we were able to, I mean, it. That's a game changer. It is. For anybody. You it know, is. you to see that this there's a real person inside of my wife, right? I mean, it's not it's not just a I mean, it, the, just, how, it is true. Right? Like, I mean, I I know how it happens, but you you like how did that happen, right? I mean, what there's something living in there. You yeah. know, I mean, it's a it's a big deal. And then to hear that heartbeat for the first time, I mean, those are precious moments. Oh, they and, are. Um and so to be able to provide that for uh, for for a, a woman that's struggling with a choice is is a big deal. Because, you know, you know, and, and I, I, it's just that reminder that, mm. that, that that baby that's growing inside of the womb is not just a collection of cells, right? It is a, a living, viable person uh, that, that is growing mm-hmm. in the image of God. And it, yeah, and that, that's just really powerful. And I will say, if anybody wants to donate money for a 3D or 4D machine, y'all take it, won't you? <laughs> We, we will we will take your donations. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. So Amen. so for that for that young mother that comes, just walk. So she has that counseling session where you're able to help her think through uh, choices and decisions, and you're able to uh, to to uh, even have spiritual conversations as the Lord leads. And, and but give us the process though. So you, you she comes that first time. You connect with her, and and how do you guys begin to establish a relationship so you can continue to minister? What does that look like? That, that's a- 
again, I think I could best give that by an illustration. Yeah. So I had a young lady who came in. She had taken a home pregnancy test, mm-hmm. and it what anyway, and she of course was pregnant. Mm-hmm. She came in, and she didn't know who the father was. Mm-hmm. She had her long-term high school boyfriend. They had broken up, and they were each seeing somebody else. She wasn't sure who the father was. Again, a lot of tears, confusion. So it is a connection there to be, again, accepting and loving right. to her. Um, from there, um, I was I was a volunteer. Um, I was able to get off work and come back and meet her for her ultrasound. Mm. So that would be the next step right. if uh, being open to that. And yeah. the father, who was a long-term boyfriend, came. Mm. And again, just to see that connection mm. was amazing for her and for him mm. and to see them. Later on, she decided she would get off on her lunch break and she would come to parenting classes mm. and learn what her new role was as yeah. a mom. Yeah. Dad was still not sure about being in the picture at that time. Yeah. Um, but she came, she earned baby bucks. She was able to buy, use those baby bucks. So every, so let me step back. Everything that we offer is 100% free. Yeah. Nothing, no cost to anybody for mm. any client that comes to our door, but she was just able to really learn. And she took it upon herself to um, come even in an off time to yeah. be able to do that. But we offer a variety of dates and times mm-hmm. for these classes to be held. And then after that, when the baby's born, we offer a class called Beginning with Mother Goose mm. so that we ca- we kind of teach the mother how to connect with the baby. Yeah. yeah. So there's like four classes of that. Um, yeah. From there, um, we have a, a huge ministry be called, called Because We Care. Mm-hmm. And this is open for anyone in need of emergency type items. Right. Um, Mondays and Wednesdays from one to four. Mm. And that's where you can come and get baby formula, diapers, wipes, gently used clothes, mm-hmm. um, and just, just come and, and do that. Yeah. As, as a mission, um, we do have a focus on that initial visit and helping in that first year or yeah. so of life. Yeah. Um, from there is where we would say the church comes into play. Yeah. Mm. We want to be able to recommend churches that mm-hmm. are willing to have people yeah. that are pregnant yeah. in an unplanned yeah. pregnancy where dad may not be there, yeah. where they might not be married. Mm-hmm. One, one of our, one of my coworkers was telling me a story just yesterday. She was 16 pregnant in church, but ashamed. There was no class for her to go to mm-hmm. there. She just didn't fit in. She mm-hmm. just didn't have the support that she needed. She even went and bought a fake wedding. Oh my goodness. Just to, to, just pretend. Yeah. And, you know, this this child has grown and wonderful, and she is, you know, married the dad, and all, all of that worked out. Mm. But that's not always the case in, in different situations yeah. that we find. But having a place for them to plug in, to be discipled, yeah. um, are like the next steps. Yeah. So, so if if a young woman comes and she's willing to receive the help, the commitment you guys make to her, it, it it's a long commitment through the pregnancy and even afterwards to to make sure that she's well and healthy for and, about and, a year. Yeah, yes. for about a year. Yeah. That's wonderful. Absolutely. So, for you guys, um, what's been the biggest challenge as a pregnancy center? What's been the biggest challenge over the years for you guys? Resources. Yeah. And I would say our most precious and treasured resources would be our volunteers. Mm. Um, and we have many that are committed who come faithfully, some for years and some not, you know, not as long, right, right. but the time it takes to train. And I will say everybody has a story to tell. Yeah. Here I was 45 
when I first started and came in there and had a story to tell yeah. that some young lady was listen, you know, willing to listen to. Mm. So we need volunteers. We need nurse volunteers. Yeah. So some who are ending their career who could still do um, ultrasounds. Yeah. That's a, that's mm. a big volunteers. So when you say volunteers, you would say we, you need volunteers to nurses, counselors. volunteers that come for counselors. What are that kind of volunteers? In particular, Hispanic. Mm. And I know we have a big Hispanic community in this area. Yeah. And um, every day I can just literally hear Spanish-speaking people. Mm. So mm. for whatever reason they're coming, we do have some interpreters, some who do counseling in Spanish. Right. Um, but we definitely have a huge need for that. Um, and for teachers yeah. that were willing to teach these parenting classes, mm. commit. These are 10 weeks at a time. Right. You know, in a break and then in 10 more weeks. Um, around, around my work, I'm known as Fix-It Kim. Mm. <laughs> and mm. So I've had my fair share of some handiwork done in my own homes. Yeah. But... Um, if there's a gentleman out there who wouldn't mind coming when we have small repairs to be done. Right, right. So there's a place for just about anybody. Right. And, of course, donations yeah. um, are, are a big thing of these items that we give out. It would mm. be a, another huge way um, of bringing diapers. And, and, again, there's a list on our website of the items that we do take right. and don't take. And, and a lot of the times we get small diapers, like ones, twos, mm -hmm. but we really need the larger sizes yeah. because we help in that first year right, of life. Right. They're coming back as the child right. needs larger diapers. Yeah. So size three through six is right. preferable Yeah. Um, just because we get so many of the small small diapers. Um, as we all know, there's a formula shortage. So right. Gerber Good Start, Soothe or Gentle yeah. are key formula. And we want to be able to feed babies, yeah. you know, again, our way of helping them yeah, after yeah. the babies are here. So you think about three pregnancy centers in our area, North Charleston, West Ashley, and then Orangeburg, and just the the the, the size of the population that we, we minister to, you, lots of people coming in, obviously, which means you need lots of volunteers right. and lots of resources. Right. And word of mouth. Mm -hmm. um, there are, you know, we all have kids, grandkids. They have friends who may find themselves in unplanned pregnancy, right. just sharing, sharing those, sharing that we're there yeah. and that we're open, we're confidential, um, and that we'll just love on them yeah. and help them through this time of their life. And the website again is lpc.org, correct? LPCfriends. LPCfriends. Okay, I always forget what it is. I just type it in the search bar until it comes up. Yes. But lpcfriends.com. And you yes. can go on the site. You can see all of the information about the pregnancy center uh, locations. You can see the different volunteer needs, the uh, different ways you can contribute, whether it's financially or by bringing diapers, whatever the case may be. All that information is on the website. And it's a pretty easy web website to navigate. So if you get on that website, you can figure it out. But yeah, that that's, that's helpful. Um, so... Thinking about the overturning of Roe v. Wade, can you speak any to, you know, what new challenges that might present for the pregnancy center? I We foresee more clients. Yeah. Yeah. And therefore, we need more help. Yeah. Yeah. That is the key and thing. That's where I think yeah. it's going. Yeah. I really do. I, I, looked, I looked at Kelly when that happened and I said, you know what? This is this is now. I mean, this is the time the church has got to get up. Yeah, absolutely. We got to stand up more than ever. Absolutely. Because... Uh, it is my opinion whether this is true or not. I know that my mother went through this with my uh, my sister. Mm. Uh, it was not legal at that moment, mm -hmm. but had it been, she was very much considering an abortion yeah, yeah. because she had been taught the lie that it's just a mess and doesn't matter. And uh, but because it was illegal, she wasn't going to do it. Yeah. So now we have this happening. This is going to be happening more and more. So we're going to have more and more girls 
who are going to keep the baby because they're just, they're just not lawbreakers. Yeah. Most people are not lawbreakers. Or it's, so, just, or it's just not as accessible as it was. Yeah. So to travel to another state, yeah. to be able to have an abortion might not be feasible. And so even so, they're just not going to, I just right. don't think they're going to yeah. do it. Yeah. They're just going to feel guilty yeah. about it. They're just yeah. not going to do it. But, uh, but I, I just think that we've got to say, okay, it's time to step up. Yeah. And yeah. I, you feel that too. Do you sense that? Oh, absolutely. Uh, that this is where we're going uh, as a church and as, a, as, as the people of God. Absolutely. And so I want to encourage, and this is one thing I love about the life uh, community that we have developed in the church, mm-hmm. and that is that we no longer look at pregnancy as, a sh- as something to be ashamed of. No. Uh, like you said, and I love that, you know, this idea that uh, they, they got pregnant, they made a mistake. Now we love them and love the baby. Yeah. Right. Uh, you know, we give them uh, showers yeah. and we do all these yeah. things that we were told when my early days, oh, you don't do that. You push them out. You yeah. don't let them, yeah. send them off. Yeah. Don't bring them in the church. I mean, yeah. I didn't say that. I'm saying this is what I heard. And we made a conscious decision in the church in 1995 that we were going to love these girls yeah. and we were going to yeah. give them stuff and we were going to make it a part yeah. of our life. Yeah. That's what life has done yeah. to not bring that shame. And the shame is, is that the girl is the one that always ends up with the shame. The guy is out doing whatever, you yeah. know. He can walk in uh, and nobody ever knows. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, I appreciate what y'all have done. I think so much yeah. of this has developed this this desire to, to, yeah. to celebrate life yeah. in whatever form it came about. Yeah. Just, yeah. Just life. remembering. Right. And, and every circumstance is different and, yeah. and not every circumstance is obviously ideal. Yeah. Right. Uh, we get that. Uh, but even in that, when, even when circumstances are not ideal, it doesn't change the fact that God is gracious. Amen. And, and, and every life that God gives is a gift to be treasured. And just, you know, like you said, Trey, just embracing that as a church. Um, so, so, um, Ms. Kim, as we're, we're kind of concluding our time together, speak to our people today. What are some practical things that they can do to begin helping uh, in, in this cause? So first of all, again, just be accepting yeah. when they walk in the door and, mm-hmm. and just treat them as you would someone else. Consider the fact that God has called you to mm-hmm. give back yeah. in yeah. some way. Yeah. If, if you could be a volunteer, um, we would absolutely love it for yeah. counselors teaching and, and, and everything. Um, you could um, have have a collection. So whether that be a little baby shower or however, but just to collect some of the items yeah. we need. Um, we've had, uh, I had a young lady whose child was having a birthday party and instead of getting gifts, the child got baby books, mm. just the baby mm. board books to bring to the pregnancy center How to help that? kids. How about that? So just again, teaching them some great principles and ways that they could um, help others. I know that there's ladies here that in the past have crocheted That's like right. little hats mm-hmm. and yes, blankets. Yeah. I will say living in Charleston, that instead of maybe hats and blankets, if we get little baby booties, mm. that might be mm. a little bit more appropriate um, for what we can give out, yeah. like in gender neutral colors. Because right. when they go through that ultrasound, we like to give them a little gift yeah, of something yeah, to yeah. just solidify. Yeah. These are these are real. This yeah, is for your baby. Yeah. And something like um, some baby booties would be great. And we have our upcoming walk on November 5th. Um, classes can register together just yeah. to create a fun atmosphere of competition and raising funds. Yeah. You can raise them funds through your Facebook page and other ways. Um, and just it's a big family festival. Yes, um, there's jump castles and food and everything else. Um, and just walk around Wanamaker Park for Walk for Life and Good. just help support Good. us that way too. Good. 
Thank you so much, Miss Kim, for helping us to think about this today. And it's such a pivotal time in our nation's history and uh, just a wonderful opportunity for us to really re-engage on a personal level this particular issue and uh, and be committed to uh, the cause of the unborn. Um, the good news for the Northwood family, if you're listening, you're part of the Northwood family, is that Miss Kim is a part of our church family. And so if, if you want to, I'm sure you're more than open to talking to anybody who wants to talk about this, aren't Absolutely. you? Absolutely. And so if you're listening today and you say, man, I'd like to talk to Miss Kim and ask her personally how I can be involved, come find me on a Sunday morning and I'll, I'll be glad to introduce you to Miss Kim and, and help you get connected with um, the Low Country Pregnancy Center. But man, we appreciate you so much Amen. taking time. Amen, I, Kim. I know Thank this is you. a work day for you and you, you took some time off of work to come over here and talk about this. So I appreciate you taking some time to come over and, and be with us. I know this is going to be a benefit for a lot of people. So I appreciate that. Thank you. And Trey, it was okay to talk to you today too. <laughs> yeah, I was here. Uh, no, <laughs> and you still I, I, are. I enjoyed the conversation. I did. I did. Yeah. But uh, Pastor, thank you for. Yeah. Uh, you, I want to thank you for being. About, I I know you love life. Yeah. Uh, we've t- had this conversation multiple times, yeah. and this is an important, not just issue for you. This is an important part of our lives. Yeah. That we ma- that life matters. Absolutely. So as we close today, just uh, why don't you just give us one little uh, encouragement as as to why. Biblically, life matters. Yeah. Well, well, life matters because God created it, right? And 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 and, and here's reality, just to keep in mind yeah. that God never makes a mistake, Amen. right? That's right. And so, if God, in His wisdom and grace, chooses to give a mother and a father a child, mm-hmm. it is not by His mistake; it is by His sovereign plan and purpose. And just recognizing that. And then for us, just learning to value what God values. I mean, man, it's just, it's just beautiful. I mean, and again, we know that not every circumstance is ideal. Not, not every circumstance is what it could have been or should have been. Uh, but it doesn't change the fact that every life is precious to God. Amen. And so Amen. just remembering that and then doing whatever we can Amen. to, uh, to preserve and to, and again, uh, you know, we think about the unborn and rightly so, because what has happened in our country over the last 49 or so years has been horrendous. Mm. Something like, the numbers are staggering, something like 63 million babies have been aborted since Mm. Roe v. Wade. Uh, That should break our hearts and call us to action. Yes. Uh, But to to have compassion for that mother or father that feels like they have no other option. Yeah. That's, that's heartbreaking. Yes. We can, we can do much to help that mother or that father know that you are just as valued and there's hope for you. Right. Amen. Amen. And so just kind of thinking through that is just really, really important. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope today has been helpful for you. If you don't mind, uh, leave us a five-star review. That helps us to get word out about our podcast. If you want new content delivered to advice every single week hit that subscribe button. We certainly appreciate that as well. And we hope today, as always, that today's episode has helped you connect faith to life.